0: Forever.
1: Dog. Comic books, comic time. Writers and artists are on the line. They make a splash as a comics read and take us on a trip behind the spread. Watch out for comic book commentary. Uh-huh. Spinning a winning inside. fix how they got a hot idea. Narrative, character, visual tricks and Bam. onomatopoeia. Uh huh. It's comic book commentary.
0: Hi, I'm Victoria Rao, um, the writer of Xenoscope's The Watcher, um, issue one, which is coming out right now. Um, and with me is Ralph Desco, who is the co-founder of Xenoscope Entertainment, and the guy who came up with this story. Um, All right. <laughs> so we're gonna Hello. try to keep the uh, keep the inside jokes to a minimum uh, <laughs> on this we'll and stick with we'll try with just what's on the page and how it got there. Um, for this new limited series, um, oversized issues from Zenoscope. Um, Ralph, you, you told me about this idea, like maybe a year ago, just sort of like we were on a call about something else and you kind of threw this out there. Um, yeah. how did you come up with it?
1: Um, that's a good question. I, I. <laughs> we were at a story conference um joe Bruscia, myself and uh dave francini who is our executive editor joe is the c- other co-founder of xenoscope um we do we do story conferences a few times a year uh in remote locations so we don't get distracted um this time it was in brigantine in the cave in no. the caves. Oh, okay. In the cave of Peekaboo Canyon, if you guys <laughs> right no that's an inside joke. Already, I'm starting with the See, already. You
0: one minute. In, um, so.
1: We we published a book called Peekaboo that Victoria also wrote, so I'll plug that yes. right now. But um, that's about if you
0: like Watcher, yeah. get There's this. Caves also.
1: in inside of the in the book. Um, so yeah, we were. that's not where you met. No, that's not where we met. Wasn't in the caves. We were in Brigantine. Um okay. And I don't know why that's important, but we. Where I was, I had this sort of loose idea um, about because I I was raised Catholic um, and I'm not against religion by any means. I just see hypocrisy in many religions. So it kind of like was stirring around my head for for a while and um sort of like how do i turn my experiences as a going to catholic school for 12 years into sort of like a horror a fun horror uh idea so that was sort of the 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 beginning of it and and i and i pitched it to dave and joe sort of like as i pitched it i kind of started coming up with it like like i wasn't fully fleshed out i was just kind of giving them a loose idea of what I was thinking. And they, and they didn't really even give me any sort of notes. They were like, this is really good. Like We like to just go with that. So I, I still wasn't sure where I was going to go with it. And, and that's when I think I started mentioning it to you. Mm-hmm. I wasn't 100 percent sure. Like I knew sort of, I knew the basis of the story and how it would end. I just wasn't 100 percent sure how to get there yet. Right. And then then we talked. So that was my yeah only
0: answer. And you, no, that was good. Yeah, you and you told it to me, and I was sort of well. We so an issue. It, there is a big twist coming. So we're going to try as hard as we can to talk about issue one without giving away anything we're, that no, will come no, later no in twist. issue. No spoilers. No, no twist.
1: Don't even there's think no about. T- twist. <laughs>
0: Um, but you told, you sort of, when you talked to me about it, you talked me about essentially what ended up being issue three, um, as sort of like the, the high concept for this idea. And I think I just was like, okay. Um, because it was a really kind of out of the box high concept that felt sort of familiar, but in a completely new way. Um, so I, in that respect, I really like it. And I, I always love the chance to write, um, female characters, especially young, yeah strong female characters so that's yeah. Um, that was immediately appealing to me um and although i was not raised uh catholic um my my background my, my mother is jewish my father is lutheran but and they were not religious at all i like i'm super fascinated by religion and especially with my history background i liked the history of religion and and so um like catholics like always weirdly fascinate me <laughs> i think because yeah. there is so much like still Thanks. magic or supernaturalism in Catholicism. You know what I mean? Like I feel like they're the, as a, as far as Christianity goes, Catholics have the most sort of like still supernatural. I mean, transmutation, a lot of kind of stuff is just fascinating. Um, um, yeah, for someone yeah. who is not yeah. raised inside that religion that I can look at it objectively from the outside
1: right well the you know <laughs> there is some of that I mean certainly when you go to church and, and turning water into wine and, and right. the the you know that whole thing you're taught growing up and and people still do believe buy into that and believe that and that's fine I don't I'm not we're not and, and believe me this book doesn't really touch on the specific no, of no, no. Christianity or Catholicism by any means it's it's just sort of the background of what where she, you know ha, ha, who she is and and sort of right. you know who her you know her, her father's a thief. So you know, it, it plays into the the ide- ideals of um, Catholic school and Catholicism, and like how kids even today uh, have to deal with sort of like that. What, what's the what? Um, these sort of inconsistencies, I guess, in, mm-hmm. in these, in the teachings of the, of the Catholic church. So, so there, you know, and I think a lot of religions have that sort of hypocrisy sure. built into that. And, and we all struggle with like, what's, what the moral code, you know, what's right versus what's wrong and what's, what's okay. What's not okay. Um, right. and how we interpret the Bible and, you know, different Bibles in, in fact. And, um, and so playing with that that idea loosely that we get to this story, which is very much uh, sort of I guess the best I'd describe it. And you might have a better log line, it's sort of disturbia you know, meets hereditary mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah. Um, uh, So I guess that's our best. That's my best way of kind of describing.
0: Yeah. And of course, like I, because the, I mean, I did a lot of research on Catholicism for this and other projects, but to me, I think there's a universe, there's a universal theme in there just about control in general and parental control and societal control and what that does to kids who are raised without any identities of their own or raised with only with the identities of their parents. Um, I think that's sort of where we started going with Erica is that she doesn't really have um, an identity of her own and she's trying to figure out what that is. And I think a lot of kids go through that, whether their parents do it consciously or subconsciously, um, of trying to figure out at some point they have to become their own person. Um and I think that's a lot of what I wanted to kind of get through with Erica. Uh without, you know, and the religion thing is like is just a, a really interesting way to to show that level of control because obviously in some in different cultures that level is different, right?
1: Sure. Um <laughs> yeah, and and also are you happy. laughing. Um no, but also like the fact beyond religion I think with Erica and like them you know they've moved you know she's new to a school um we kind of have you know there there's other other reasons as well that she maybe doesn't have She's not really feels like she doesn't fit into any one category. Yeah. At this point.
0: Well let's um so I think since,
1: since, yeah. since
0: we're talking about that let's uh do not we go through the actual issue and then we can oh, get to all sense. those cool points what as we're
1: they <laughs> (laughs) We're supposed to be doing that part.
0: Yeah. Okay. But I think um I mean I think it's interesting to figure out like how we came up how you came up with the story and then how I um because this was your original idea, your original characters, and then how I kind of uh took those characters and made it into something that made sense to me as well. Um it which made I sense. Cool.
1: Made it into something that made sense.
0: Well, I mean, you know, to me, it made sense You're to like, me.
1: I'm <laughs> made sense. You're like Ralph, I took your idea. I took your idea and, and I made it make sense.
0: Yeah, it Thank was difficult. It took a long time. Um I know.
1: <laughs> right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, um,
0: okay. And I can't get away the yeah. endings. I can't. So when we get to if we do one of these for um, for no. issue two and three, we can we, we can talk about how we There's made that ending make sense. There's okay. some great twists coming up, and that was the nice part about having the oversized issues because this is a thirty a thirty page issue, um, and we had a pages, lot of space.
1: 30, is this thirty pages or thirty two pages? This, I can't remember.
0: Uh, the first issue, this one um, number one, is thirty pages, um, which so is a, great because yeah. we had a lot of space to develop character.
1: Yeah, three longer issues um which was I think a good idea because it's the sales in the book are already a little bit. Up, which I I think people don't mind buying into a short arc, um, and they're mm-hmm. they're getting more story, you know, so it, it's right. a win win, um, yeah. And then, and that being said, what you what you also said is we before we even get into this, like we came up, we spent a long, long time talking about like the how it all unfolds. So, like, mm-hmm. we know how it all unfolds and why it all unfolds, and and sometimes you can't answer all those questions in a three issue comic book, so. Um, I think that's, that's the the fun part of like going, Hey, how do we layer in clues throughout these three issues that people may be able to go back and pick up on what's, you know, Oh, I see that, you know, that's why this happened or, you know, and I think that's a challenge as a writer as well, but, um, it's also fun.
0: Oh yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's a puzzle, you know, it's trying to figure out how you get all these pieces in without giving too much away, but also so that things all make sense at the end. And then, you know, that, that reader who is very, um, careful and close can, can pick up on things, go, Oh, okay. I know, I know yeah. what's happening or it can go back and be really like, Oh my gosh, there's that, that little piece. I was like, Oh, that's weird. And then you figure out what that all means at the end. So Sure. Um, and, so let's start. People
1: might fill in their own blanks, but yeah, yes. which
0: is great. I mean, that's which I, I like that when I read a book, a comic book, especially stuff, stuff that's mystery or that's horror. Um, you know, sometimes your own imagination is greater than what you ever you could read on the page. So I think it's great when readers are able to fill in blanks for themselves and kind of come with their own ideas and storylines. It's what we like talking about. You know, when we talk about shows or comic mm-hmm. books, is like, oh, what do you think that was about? You know,
1: or uh, like when you see the movie Us and you don't, you still don't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're still like well, i'm really not that bright um i can't figure this out uh okay so yes thanks
0: for admitting to that on radio. recording I admit, on,
1: on national radio <laughs> um but yeah okay. let's so page there. one
0: um, this is actually originally the book started on page three, which was the the page three was actually page one, which where, where she is at school. But when we went through it the first time or even before, I think I even sent it to you, I was reading through it and I realized that totally if we started on page three, we didn't know really what this story was about until like maybe page 18. And that just felt like a really long time to go without having any inkling that, Oh, this is, this is a horror comic. Um, so we added these first two pages in, uh, which is Erica yeah. in her room, and we've got the um, her captioned kind of inner monologue happening. Um, and this was kind yeah. of tricky to figure out as to how we show some of the things that's happening to her this without a again giving away too much. Yeah,
1: this is um, a challenge because a you want to for, well two things. I think, like you said. It started with the, the school and mm-hmm. then it's like, we eat something. it's a comic book. So, you need to get to some kind of, and even in a movie, really, you want to have that like cold open sometimes where you see something cool that like brings yeah. the reader in or intrigues the audience because you might not have that for a little while because right. you're setting up some story and character. So, that's sort of the trick of this book was like, okay, let's let's show something scary which is happening to our main character. Mm-hmm. In a dynamic way without giving much away. Um, so we can kind of, as readers know, like, oh, we're foreshadowing something for later. But at the same time, like, you were going to touch on why why this was tricky.
0: Yeah. So um, <laughs> um, well, it was just tricky because, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I think because we really need to set the tone and really figure out so that people will know what they're in for. So that when she does show up on page three, it does feel a bit more ominous as to what's going on. Um, but yeah, it's tricky because we want to show what's happening, but we, we don't want anybody to give anything away yet. Cause there is some good reveals, um, in this issue and then going forward. So we went through the art, went through, this is probably, um, maybe one of the most worked on couple pages art wise. Um, and we changed it a couple of different times just to make sure we could get it right without giving too much away. Um, and that's really a testament to how great the artists were. They did a really good job of, like, one, putting up with us as we changed it, like, five different times. Um, right. And then also uh, making sure that we could see what was going on, that there was something threatening happening without showing us exactly what that thing is
1: yeah and it's, it's it's also the portraying a nightmare in a comic book is yeah you know, tricky sometimes very tricky she's, she's having a nightmare but it's not in her dream she's sort of like it's like that that moment where you wake up and you is I, this so real like, is it not real Where? where yeah it. yeah. you wake up you think you're awake and you see something in your room and you're convinced there's someone in your room yeah. i i've done it <laughs> i do it and i'm like who the hell's sitting in my chair and then you like freak out and then you're like okay there's no <laughs> um and that's sort of the concept I guess of this opening but this and we find out this has been happening
0: yeah and that's now and that was one of the other things that we were since we added these two pages we were able to get across is that she does have these these night terrors and that that she doesn't figure out what they are until later but that she has these dreams um and that they're getting worse since she came since they moved and came to this house um right. and uh, I think originally it was going to be, we were, we were going to do sleep paralysis for her, but then yeah. that's really difficult I, to show yeah. in the comic book. <laughs> yeah, that was
1: tough to show. I think it would be cool if it was a, some of the things we had talked about a lot were like how this could be, you know, if you're adapting it to mm-hmm. a feature film as opposed to it being a comic right. book because Victoria comes from the feature film background and, and, and uh, you know, more so thinking in that medium yeah. more often. Um, and I think like even with I was thinking of this, I see it also, oh, this could make a really cool movie. But at the same time it was like, how do you certain things are not going to play well in a comic right. book. Um and so you can't and, and the sleep paralysis idea sort of stem from my cousin who gets who has sleep paralysis. Yeah. And, um, I thought it was like just a cool kind of idea we could thread in yeah. And then you kind of were like, why don't we just do these night terrors because it's going to make for a little bit better of a story, especially in the comics. So it made sense.
0: Yeah. Um, I th- yeah. like, uh, I, I thought sleep process was, I mean, sleep process sounds terrifying, but it's like internally terrifying. Um, yeah. you know, so hard to, hard por- to portray. I mean, we probably could have. Spent a lot more time figuring out, but <laughs> um, but I thought the night terrors worked well, and that way we could also, you know who the reader can get a sense of what, what's happening externally as well. So, sure. so she has, so we show Erica having her, one of her first night terrors, you know, what is this? this um, and waking up and then the next day she has to go to her new school, which is St. Michael's,
1: um, high school. But she's been going to, I guess she's been there for a little while. Like, yeah. Already. For a few months. Um, um, I chose St. Michael's, which looks a lot like my high school. Really. From, yeah. Oh, wow, It's so funny. I was like, wait, did I send you a reference no. of my old high school? I but looked up. I was like I East Coast uh, Catholic school. Yeah, it looked exactly <laughs> like Bishop McDevitt High School in Cheltenham, Pennsylvania, nice. next to Philadelphia, like right outside Philly. It, like, I feel like it was my school.
0: Which is great. I mean, right? I mean, I, I think we chose – had, we, we had specified New England early on because we wanted to keep it where, um, you know, these yeah. supernaturally things Feel like they, you know, happen in New England. Yeah, season, you know, um. that,
1: yeah, New England feels very supernaturally. It's, yeah, well,
0: it's like an older part <laughs> of the state.
1: Yeah, so like older East Coast is always yeah. a good way to. And there then, then Stephen King's up, you know, in Maine, so right. you know.
0: Um, I think we, he's nearby. I think Massachusetts was just sort of a, uh,
1: it was your idea yeah. because you, I originally was thinking rural Midwest town, like out of the like right. middle of and nowhere. I changed these and, uh, because I, I don't even know initially if I was sold on doing a Catholic. I, I, yeah. I knew it was going to be some sort of Christian. Um, we were talking about maybe a minister or right. something like in the South. And then it was just like evolved into it being a Catholic. Yeah. And, so, I think we'll, and then the father being a deacon was your idea as right. well.
0: And I think some of that we'll have to talk I, about in later. To not get into
1: it. Sorry. No, we'll no, no. i I
0: don't, don't yeah, let's not. We, we won't jump too far ahead, but I. Mean, but that's yeah. I did. I did St. Michael's because of Michael slaying the dragons. So we put that. We um, uh, put St. Michael in the front uh, of the school. Um, I think it was probably a St. Francis statue. Cause I went to a, a, a school that had a St. Francis statue, so you know that was my little Catholicism, uh, mm-hmm. right? But St. Francis is a very what? nice, like benevolent type. I don't know. St. Michael seemed a little bit more like you know he kills. Yeah, Bad he ass. kills dragons. He's got swords and like you know. <laughs>
1: Michael's a yeah, there we
0: go. Perfect. Saint Michael's a badass. It's Saint Michael's school. Um, Erica arrives, uh, and we t- and we kind of just get the the impression that she's she's moved around a lot. It says fifth school in as many years, so they move constantly, um, mostly because her father is a deacon and um, they tend to kind of go where they're needed. Um, and she has made originally they were all in there. The, Erica's a member of the basketball team, and they were all originally in their basketball uniforms. But we in order to get across this sort of like Catholic school. Um, vibe. We put them in their uniforms for this cafeteria scene, um, right. and then they go into their uniform, their basketball uniforms later. But uh, Becky, <laughs> Becky, our resident mean girl, um, calls Erica creepy. Um, right. And uh, Stacy uh, stands up for her. Um, yes. Stacy stands. Stacy is a stand-up girl. Um, um, yeah. Perfect. Says that she has potential, and I think that we came up with you came up with the idea for Tamara and Stacy uh, really early on. Those were like. Uh, Erica, Tamara, Stacey, the parents, those are like some of our original characters that we came up with um, really early on in the process. Right. Um, and you had a a really pretty clear idea of what you wanted these girls to be like.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that was, you know, that was from the beginning sort of like, okay, we needed, I wanted this like trilogy of friends that were kind of unlikely Mm -hmm. friends, but, and I wanted, um, Stacy to be like, sort of like, yeah, she's the popular girl and she like runs the show, but she's, she's also not the stereotype. She's not like necessarily like the bitch or, you know, what you would think like she'd be like, and, She's more like, hey, like I'm gonna stick up for somebody like the new girl. Like I'm not gonna, you know, play with you know, play play your yeah, play your bullshit Which I so I like that. Yeah, idea. which
0: I I loved because I like the idea of um, you know, based on hopefully everyone who's listening to this has actually read this issue already. Um but uh, what happens to Stacy later, right. is, which is sort of yeah, stereotypical, t- but I wanted her to be someone that we actually really like because she's, you know, she does things that are outside of what the society that she runs in want her to do, but she's at her heart, a really good person. Um, and so, so are tam-, so is tam.
1: Yeah. She's a bit of a, yeah, they're, they're they're like, they're they're, they're, they're great. They're all like great yeah. girls in their own way. And like, I think it's cool like that even though Stacy's a bit of the re- rebellious one or uh, maybe a lot of the rebellious one, she's still. Deep down like a good person she's like she, You know she's not she's not an asshole <laughs> Exactly you know,
0: so, um, Anyway moving forward, moving forward. Uh, we also Meet Chris <laughs> Chris on this page. we don't say who Chris is we just get This shot of Chris, Chris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he's, he's so cool guy cool, Chris right? He's looking at her and um, I think the reference we gave for this was um, Max Minghella of, uh, of The Handmaid's Tale fame um, And he's, he's The look he's given her I think it's meant to Be like, hey, girl, what's up? And he just looks maybe a little bit creepy. Um,
1: does look a little creepy, but he, in fairness, he is no, no, he's not. Um, no, I, I, the funny thing about Chris is he's he. Nobody has this. I never had this much in high school. Nobody did. Um. so like he walked up he walks up to her he's like hey and then, what are you doing saturday like it is kind of yeah makes me laugh but it's like we 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 also to be fair like we needed to get to the point of like hey we, we want them to meet so we had to ask her out fairly yeah. quickly so we didn't have a enough time to develop Yeah, we'll, we'll get to know
0: him later but um but yeah we just had to kind of get him in there so that he yeah. could yeah. eventually yeah. ask her out for,
1: for, yeah and then like you, you see you kind of just see this like cool guy walk up and like yeah. ask a girl out which you know and It happens but it's just like funny because we don't get this right before this moment so
0: he's there's like and i I just noticed this looking at i'm looking at the pages as we go through them and i'm just noticing that it's got a very sort of like twilight vibe to it he's like staring at her and the girl's like anyway um that was very very (laughs) very intense intense. um He is, yeah, is.
1: he is. He's the dude from. He's like, uh, what's yeah, the, Don't the vampire. Don't ask me. Oh, you knew. So, you
0: yeah, knew again Edward. things that you're admitting on this podcast.
1: Oh, I watched <laughs> the first Twilight. I I love the first we'll Twilight.
0: Move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Next, so he's on page the five, um, the girls are hanging out in the bleachers, and um, I like this because I wanted to get in sort of like a classic, like guy hangout thing, which is hang out on the bleachers, smoking cigarettes. Um, they're smoking. Hey, you go huh? Oh no! I'm sorry. 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 Right. I
1: was I moved oh, ahead out. that's why oh, I was about 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 him asking her out
0: because again this was just a bit of showing that they're just hanging out just normally as teenagers um Becky's smoking, smoking some weed um we find out that she has a um a boyfriend an older boyfriend that annoys Tamara because he calls all the time um
1: and it's like every girl I went like in high school That like, I mean this happened back when I was in high school where it felt like every girl I liked older college had an older boyfriend so like all the girls yeah they were all like dating a right. college guy, and you'd be like, damn, how am I yeah. gonna compete with that guy? Well, the fact that some of these girls are dating college guys their right. and they're freshmen in high school, <laughs> now, looking back, right. it freaks you out.
0: Um, yeah, and I, I, yeah, no, I think that's true too. And um, I think I was one of those girls, <laughs> um, but, uh,
1: Jesus. but you were, I was, when you were I was, dating no, a high no, school girl, gr- high college. school girl
0: dating college guys. <laughs> Um in college anyway. Well let's not, not talk um, But the I did the at the end we find out that um that Tamara is bi, um, which was just a thing that we added in um mostly because a lot of this issue later on becomes about sex and um I think there's not and there I mean having yeah. just casually um LGBTQ people um I think is always a good thing. People who are just um existing in spaces, which is, I think, helpful, uh. And I like this little exchange between them where this is something, the ribbing that I think that girls who are really close friends do, like I know me and my friends are the kind of people who do give each other a hard time um, like this with these little teases, um, and we know we don't mean it, it's just ribbing each other a little bit, um, which I don't think, again I think we we tend to think of guys as doing that, but girls, you know, when they're close do that same thing. Um, Tamara calls herself a unicorn, which is, it, it's if you, you have to use it tongue-in-cheek because it's a, not a derogatory term necessarily but it is not a term that you would use for yourself unless you were saying it tongue in cheek, which, um, which she is. And Stacy gets right. that. But Erica really does it because she doesn't have any idea what that is or what she's doing, um, which will come back later.
1: Um, right, 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 right. Um, and I also think, you know, as far as like the section, sexu- the sexuality again, like. Uh, with Catholicism in general, like I feel like we, you know, when you're when you're raised Catholic and you get the, these rules of like what's right, and what's wrong, and I think it was important to kind of show these girls are all different stages in their sexuality where you know Tamara's bi but she right. you know she doesn't have a lot of experience either um Stacey's the only one who really does and she's sort of like i right. don't give a shit i'm not listening to this bs um, you know and whereas i think Tamara's sort of torn because she's sort of ashamed of yes. it because she's taught to feel ashamed of it and i think that was kind of our part of our you know important to show in this that like again it, it, it you know sometimes we're told things in in religion that just we don't believe deep down. We know probably aren't true deep down, but we still buy into it mm-hmm. because our parents told us that's what's right.
0: (laughs) No, I totally agree with you, and that's why I liked having um, characters in here who were dealing with all different kinds, all different forms of control. Um, Stacy's dealing with some with a a specific kind of societal control, um, so and Tamara is as well, and then Erica is in all different ways, which I think um, is nice to have them rounded out that way. Um, And we find out that Chris eventually sort of is as well, but that's we'll save that for later. The Next is the basketball practice later later. on page six. Um, again, St. Michael's Golden Warriors. I don't know what I thought. Um,
1: Golden Warriors, which Golden is Warriors. awesome. I did this because my, my high school team is the Lancers, but the, oh my, mine that, was too. Shut uh, up. And but their their colors were gold and black. Our colors were gold mine and black. were gold
0: and brown, which is Ooh. sad. So um, that
1: is. Set. But so like the Subconsciously, fact, right?
0: we both made this into our high
1: school teams. The golden, and or, But that was, I guess the, co- I don't know if this was, I guess this was the colorist's choice.
0: Yeah. Um, I think gold. I specified
1: blue and gold. Or did you? But oh, you it, did? Yeah. yeah. But then they ended up being blue, black and Fran, gold. Right? Fran, right? Fran colored it. Yeah, Fran, Fran colored it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it looks great. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Great. And I like he's that
0: a, one, that one of that even have blue hair, which is fantastic.
1: Fran, yeah, Fran's been doing colors for us for a while and he's really... He's a talented dude Yeah um, sorry but yeah. I keep I keep apologizing apologizing I <laughs> I'm
0: Like I'm cutting you off you Sorry
1: continue. <laughs> Well Because I go on these tangents And then like I, I You know It's like Oh we're doing an hour and a half That's yeah. cool Settle <laughs> everybody's in guy. Settle
0: in We're on page six Um <laughs> uh or like
1: on page let's go back to page one
0: let's talk more about page one um i did want to so on this page we do have a little bit we want to just get it in some information this is sort of um hopefully not heavy-handed but uh just some additional information about Tamara, that Tamara really has a good t- a talent for uh for basketball and um that she's her goal is to get out of this town whereas all the other girls are not going to get out of the town they're just going to be good Catholic girls and get married and um, have babies. Uh, and then Becky has to say something yeah. rude because Becky is rude. Um, uh, and Stacy puts I'm her bad. in her place because Stacy's cool. God. Right um, And so the boys team Comes on to practice And this is where We get Chris Less creepily Asking yeah. her out
1: <laughs> This is where I thought we were For a second Because I was like I kind of roll, Like scrolled forward in my yeah and up I, here And
0: I love this yeah. little I, I actually really love The way um, That Is a Julius Is uh, the artist on this And I love the way He drew that Second to last panel I guess it's the fifth panel um, when they're both uh, Just sort of like Looking at each other uh, Yeah
1: like the awkward
0: That kind of Really awkward like she's like oh, okay and then he's kind of walking okay how do i do you have my
1: number and he's like i'll text you and she's like yeah okay she's do like, I give her my number now
0: right <laughs> they're both like yeah, i mean he acts down. like he's acting really cool but they're both just like kind of awkward about it which i i really love that um right and great and both, then both, becky right, you know, Stacey has to come in with more ribbing because that's who stacy is um right and then we get to the gardener's home the very for the first like outside shot we see which is an old Saltbox, box, um, New England home, uh, very common from. Uh, If you see, there's these homes I think are really common, but they have existed in New England, you know, since the, whatever, 15, 1600s, you know, 15, I don't
1: know,
0: 1600s. Some of the the first homes that were there are these old salt boxes. Um, I'd like to look old. Um, Tamara or um, Erica comes home and her mom is waiting for her at the door in case you didn't know quite what kind of family Erica comes from. It's the kind of family who waits by the door for you as you walk in to make sure you're coming home on time.
1: Old school, Old overprotective
0: school, family. Overprotective family, absolutely.
1: Super religious.
0: Yep. Um, and then they're having. So this later. Is, this is later. Time is passing. Uh, she wants to have the sleepover, but the her mom. This is when we our first introduction to uh, mom Lily and dad Tom. Um, Tom is a deacon. Um, and deacons are like, from my research, what I understand. Again, not being Catholic, I and mean, maybe you can like correct me if I'm wrong, but deacons are they can perform a lot the same duties as priests but they are not priests they are um,
1: They're not priests but
0: are like helper people. Uh,
1: yeah you know what's funny is I, you know I, in my experiences I don't even know how many deacons I've ever met in my life even though I went to catholic school my whole life mm. um, I guess deacons were usually kind of like sometimes giving like some of the like when you go to, to communion um, mm. they would drink wine Um um, that sort of thing, but I—I didn't—I don't know. Like they, they must be more prevalent in certain areas more than others, but I know they—you know—it's—it's it's nothing they I have ever really. Cross paths with many deacons sure. in my, life. but um. But they're they, sort of like high-ranking you know, people in the church, be low yeah. priests. Yeah, yeah, and then they're allowed to marry and have families as opposed sure. to priests, obviously who are not. So, right. Um, uh, but we wanted at first. I think initially my idea wasn't to make. I wasn't sure if we we're going to make the father a person of you know the cloth, so to speak. Mm-hmm. but we kind of thought it would make sense in that yeah. you know this is sort of like what he he's dedicated his life to this path in a lot of yeah. ways so we'll show and I gave
0: how. him a good reason to be moving around a lot as um, part of the premise is that they move relatively often yeah. and the idea that he's mo- can't be moved from parish to parish gives him a reason to, to be moving around right um, and that friend for Lily the mom to be you know kind of a homemaker um, sure. so I in this uh, in, in this page um, the dad Tom is he does not like Tamara because he sees Tamara um, uh, because of maybe maybe that her maybe it's known that she is is,
1: um Yeah, I think like he's around the school. Is, yeah, he's so he around hears the school. So yeah, he helps he the school. Hears so the, he hears the, the rumors are real. So he knows like, okay, Tamara, she must be this, you know, the, you know this uh the, the devil must have infected her with her lesbianism. Right. So Whereas sort
0: of views Stacy who who is more of a promiscuous you know person as a bad influence so they both have they both have ish, take issue with her friends who we know as being really nice people um, but they have these right. very superficial opinions of them um, and then Erica says that she's not a lesbian she's a unicorn and the dad doesn't know what a unicorn is and you're like neither does Erica <laughs> um, it was like her chance to try to be a little like smart ass with them and backfires on her right. and then Tamara's on the next stage really pissed <laughs> that she said that to her dad about and I like that idea that because I, I did want to I thought this a joke about Erica telling her dad that Tamara's a unicorn would be would be interesting but then it required Tamara to be basically making a joke about herself and then it had to be really clear that Tamara was j- making a joke about herself um, in a tongue-in-cheek way and not not be serious and certainly not for repeating to parents <laughs> um, because Stacy explains what a unicorn is on this page as well. Tamara makes a joke about it uh, to Stacy really to to Stacy and then Erica repeats it to her dad and that mortifies Tamara entirely. Um and so T- Stacy then tries to play it off, explains to Erica what it is, um and Tamara tries to kind of reclaim some of that agency by she's like, "Oh, well, Tamara's never had sex." and Tamara says, "Well, that you know of." And also kind of ribbing Stacy in that moment since Stacy is very open with her se- own sexuality, which is something that Erica is sure. obviously very very not open about. Right. Um, because she doesn't even know what to do about Chris. <laughs> she's, like, I, yeah. she's like, she's been Erica asked on a date like, and she's Erica like, I don't even know probably,
1: what to do. Erica never probably kissed a boy. Maybe she had it. Maybe she, she did, but.
0: Yeah. But she, she certainly,
1: this might be even correct. be her first She doesn't date. have the experience. She does not date. She's very closed off on this stuff. Right.
0: Um. Mm.
1: So. And again, like the artwork, the, the portray, I, I think the, um the artwork really like just portrays a relaxed. I, I think he did a really good job here just like in these scenes with like or the next scene coming up at least um with the girls kind of hanging out in the room yeah um facial expressions, like just a really good job.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And I think it's nice to have these couple pages of just the girls hanging out before any, you know, shit hits the fan because, um, we want to get to know these characters and these girls and especially, and can start caring about them. So showing them interacting in a relatively normal way. Um, even if they're not talking about eventually not talking about normal things, um, I think helps endear them to us so that we get on their side and that we care about them uh hopefully uh and of course the house is a dead zone there's no you uh stacy can't get any cell reception in the house and then she notices on page 12 there's somebody watching them because this is called the watcher
1: the watcher
0: um he's a Watcher. somebody is
1: watching them
0: they're right there in the window Uh, it's a neighbor he's watching them
1: i really again another page i really like yeah um the layout in but um yeah they catch this dude Creeping on them mm-hmm. They think Not really clear What he's doing Right But uh Definitely creepy vibe Of, of nine to ten Yes um, but they should have had their windows sh- in fairness they should have closed their curtains earlier.
0: Um, I feel, like, I feel like I feel like everyone should be able to like have, the have their windows open without anybody they looking they
1: should have <laughs> they should yeah well everybody should be allowed to walk around naked too Victoria but we don't
0: Ugh, well hopefully we can move towards society where everyone's allowed to do that uh, because,
1: because Eve bit the apple I'm just kidding <laughs>
0: and here comes so the Catholicism um, oh,
1: no. let, me talk, let me talk about Adam and Eve no I'm just kidding uh, wait till issue um, three But that's actually What you'll learn When you go to school When uh, At least what I learned When I mm-hmm. was a kid That that's When they You know Adam and Eve the Original sin Right
0: I think that's a It is a that's good Point that I think that If Erica's parents Knew that somebody Was watching the window They would say Well Erica needs to Keep her drape shut You know That they don't I think that they would Blame her
1: Right Right As, right, as they blame you her, <laughs> It's like the It's like the old, Like, like, like um, Rape victims When they be Oh what well, she was Dressed right. sex." So there's or
0: There's like an that. aspect Of like They should why? get These girls should be able to exist without this guy watching them and but but it's also normal it's the, so normalized know, react, I think that's what interesting is that they're like ew that's so creepy and then they move on like they completely just move on from it because I think that in some ways some of this behavior has become normal for
1: us which is horrifying right um, yeah well I mean uh, yeah there's yeah, a whole, that's other, a whole other let's move on uh,
0: uh, yeah, Stacy leaves on. she's oh. gonna go um, and I wanted to show again that Stacy is different me. than Tamarind's, um and Beth and uh erica in that Tamara and erica are a bit more closed off and stacy is really she's not again she just wants to have a good time she's going out with her boyfriend um rather than hanging around and eating popcorn and i think we've all as you know we've all known friends like this too who as soon as their boyfriend or girlfriend called they're like oh i'm out gotta go hang out with them um which i know i found frustrating with my friends at that um, right, Stacy, ever the bad or good influence, depending on your perspective, gives Erica a bag of weed, um, and Becky, uh, not Becky, uh, Tamara does not necessarily approve. So right. Lily comes in.
1: Tamara's also like, I, I, Tamara's also an athlete. Right. Who's like,
0: Tamara's know, got different restrictions upon not, what she does with her time she's, because she's an athlete.
1: And she's got different okay. goals. She's got different goals. She's not the girl who's going to go right. partying. Like she's the girl who's like, I'm going to, I'm going to college and I'm be, make some of myself like, cause I want to yeah. get the hell out of this place.
0: And I think so, with, okay.
1: and even though the town is not by any means like a, you know uh it's it's a probably a middle class upper middle class town it's not even the fact of that she just wants to get she wants to go to like california where you know she wants to get away from the oppressive thinking i think
0: yeah um whereas i think we still are at the point where erica which is the main main theme of this is that erica doesn't really know what she wants or who she is or what her views are on any of this stuff excuse me um which is important for for um, Erica's eventual arc. Um, yeah. But Lily comes in; she's nicely bringing them some hot chocolate. Uh, but Stacy, playing true to form, is at least in Lily's eyes, is running out of the house in a leather jacket um, because you know we know all those mm-hmm. college dating girls wear leather jackets.
1: She's, she's got to get a roll, man. She's <laughs> got to go meet the dudes. Yeah, got to go to the bar. Um, she's they, having a good time you know 18.
0: <laughs> uh, and we get we get yeah. some some moments between lily and erica here where it um lily does care a lot about erica and as much as you know they're she's under erica's under the thumb of their of her parents you know lily really wants her to um there's a nice moment of, of showing the care between the two of them that they really love each other um because it's not always i did, I think right. again like with parents especially even controlling parents it's not necessarily that they control that the that the children feel like they're controlling because they're not loved um so Sometimes it's coming from a place of love. It's just misguided. Um, right. And uh, then Tamara, who's also into occultism on page 15, gets out in a Ouija board. She's like, your house is, that's why Erica's being called the creepy is because it's known in the town that her house has been haunted and she's having all these night terrors, which she's told Tamara about. Um, and she wants, oh, let's, let's figure out what's in your house. Let's figure out what this thing is. And Erica is not interested in that at all. Um, and right. Tamara's
1: kind of like, all right, fine. It goes against,
0: <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I mean, she was right, and Eric is raised catholic like, she's not gonna feel comfortable with a Ouija board with her parents, yeah. I think her they, mind. her dad would lose, and the dad would also, in fairness, lose his mind if he's them in bed together, probably <laughs> mostly. It would be hard <laughs> to know
0: what Tom would be which, more upset yeah. about the Ouija board, or Tamara, or the weed. <laughs> um,
1: I think. It'll be panel. Yeah, right. The last panel. <laughs> they're lights off. They're in bed together. She's in right. bed with a lesbian,
0: which again oh is like God. you know is yeah. they're friend. They're obviously friends, and Erica is obviously um, not gay, so this is a normal, totally normal thing. But in the right. eyes of someone with like Tom, it would be completely. It would not be.
1: No, he would blow it right. His and even
0: on page sixteen, this is a scene between Tom and Lily, and they're just sort of discussing uh, Stacy being a bad apple and liking being in a small town. And they, and then she wants to maybe get get cozy with him, and he says, "No, it's the feast. It's the feast of Saint Leo." <laughs> we
1: can't. <laughs> Which is, I never. This is what's hilarious is I've never. <laughs> i don't even know i'm like feast of saint leo this guy is really knows how to (laughs) seduce a lady (laughs) now feast of saint leo and then you the next panel like (laughs) she's on her side faced away from him like all right Right. he was not necessarily uh it's just i don't know. Comedy and the comedy <laughs> in this exchange crack like is is very. It's a, um, dude, I think hilarious. that there
0: was I, I I got Leo from and I want to say it was one of the first Pope Leos that um, that decided that priests should be celibate, um, and that's where I decided it was the face of Saint right. Leo. So this is this so all the priests who have to be celibate have this Pope to thank Pope Leo um, one. There's been lots of Pope Leos, but this particular Pope Leo who's a saint um, for for thing celibacy should be a thing. Um, Um, So he's, no, no, can't do that. St. Leo's watching.
1: Right. Right. Even though, yeah, I mean, Tom is this, this is how uptight Tom is. He's not even a priest, but he's still like, oh, wait, we have to, we got to respect St. Leo on this day.
0: day. So, um, (laughs) so I was also getting a sense of like exactly how wound up in all this the parents are. Um, yeah, especially Tom. Right. Um, Especially Tom. Clearly Lily did not remember. It was the face of St. Leo when she put her hand on his chest.
1: really, Um, really. really, I'm trying to like.
0: So on the next page, um, Erica uh, is having another night terror. She's um and we see in her terror, there's these symbols that are appearing on in her room um, and starting to like ooze this black kind of, you know, blood or slime or whatever it is. And um, she knows what's going on because her eyes open and she's dreaming. No, you know, she says, not again, help me, someone help me. But she's thinking that she can't actually speak. And we get our splash page on page 18 of whatever this entity that's bothering her
1: is. As a behind the scenes uh, commentary this was was this our first page or one of the first pages that came in
0: it was a very one of the very first things that was drawn yeah to right. get this yeah get this creature correct
1: get him correct but it was also really pretty cool so I was like ooh, this is yeah cool. like what is this
0: thing? it was very neat yeah
1: we had uh, what ideas, is it yeah he is but like this I think the again um the artist uh did a uh, Julius did a really good job on
0: right I would I would not want to see this thing in my room um
1: no nobody wants to see that in their room
0: nobody wants Let's do this. Um, again, with the symbols, having these symbols all over him. Um, and I think partly we wanted to really play with the idea that if if it's Erica who's been raised in this staunch, um, religion and Catholicism, you know what would be her nightmare? What well, would be something that looks sort of like a devil, right? With all these like sort of satanic type symbols, right. um, which come to mean something
1: and, later all and, over and, him. And, I don't, um, and at this point, we, she really hasn't had anything this, at least that's the idea. Yeah, it's been wisps. Scary, and right. She's you know now right. it's like getting to a point where it's like, what the hell is this thing? And like, now coupled with the idea that maybe the house is quote unquote haunted, is is this something? To, is there something to that? You know, and that's sort of the questions that we start mm-hmm. to ask ourselves as a reader. Hope, right? <laughs> Hopefully.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's obviously screaming her sleep, and Tamara wakes her up. And Tamara's freaked out, like, yeah. oh, my God, what's going on? she's having
1: night terrors.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, because I think that's a scary thing to, I mean, you know, anytime something happens like that, I think that's, Tamara knew that she was having nightmares, but I don't think she knew it was to quite this extent, right. um, which is why she's kind of freaked out, and Erica feels badly about that. And Tamara's solution to it, because Tamara's, you know, she's a good student, she's um, an athlete, she's, uh, she's really there to say, well, you know, there's no reason to be freaked out about this, you know, knowledge is power, let's figure out what this is. And she she says um and then we put in the sleep processing thing because again Tamara kind of went through what we go through like oh it sounds like sleep paralysis oh wait no in sleep paralysis you're actually awake um which is something we learned about sleep paralysis when we were looking this stuff up um and doing research and so we landed upon night terrors and and then i found out apparently that <laughs> night terrors children most children grow out of night terrors by the right. time they're eight um which makes erica right. you know right, Erica's erica. 18 erica. Um,
1: right. So Tamara like yeah, makes fun of Erica because she's having children's um, episodes. She's like children's paying herself singers, yeah. too now. Um, no, she's not, right?
0: She's it's like, being, well, yeah, exactly. She's <laughs> so that's not, not making Erica better.
1: feel right much. Better. But um, yeah. yes, but also she we're, we're, we so, they also gets a part like, across like the fact that she is a, been repressed a lot, a little bit in her whole life by her dad
0: right i mean it's a very child you know she that the yeah. childlike qualities of erica are very apparent in, in some of that stuff um and and you know and that's why Tamara on the next page we're on page 21 now um why Tamara? you know does something that the parent that parents do when their children have night terrors. she checks on the bed you're just in case and she checked under the <laughs> right. bed to oh, say good. okay there's nothing right. there you're okay no no monsters in the bed no monsters in your closet um which is, you know, but she's doing it with, you know, it, and with a little bit of ribbing, but also with a genuine concern for her friend, which is nice. Um, right. So then she wants to get to sleep and Erica is like, oh yeah, sure, sure. And instead she goes to try to like look and see what this <laughs> again, is again, why close the curtain? <laughs> he's... <laughs> Why not close the curtain? She does. She closes it and on this panel. Well, she, she closes she, I mean, the curtain. I
1: mean, right, they went to bed with them open, which was a little bit suspect. She went to bed with them open.
0: She, she likes the moonlight light in the room. In she her.
1: forgot the creeper. Yeah, and now Listen. he's got a knife.
0: She can't also now have a nightlight. That would be a little. That's a
1: bridge So he's cutting ribeye. some meat.
0: A ham, it's perhaps, with
1: a ribeye.
0: A <laughs> and he's cutting it with a knife. A
1: okay. He's hungry. He's a, he's late, a late eater. eater. He he's hours. cutting he, a ribeye
0: by the light of a candle. Yeah. Um, but it's also to show that like she sees this first image of him, which is looking like, okay, this dude is like holding a knife. What the hell? And it's like, ah, oh, he's just cutting some meat. I um, mean, He's cutting meat in, in the creepiest possible <laughs> I, way. There's also bro. binoculars fully sitting on his <laughs> windowsill. <laughs> like, yeah, this not
1: guy... Be Um, Is we didn't hide the fact that the guy is creepy. Okay. We didn't do that uh, very well. But again, we, 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 uh, we want to establish that this guy, there's something to this guy. Uh,
0: There's something to this guy. And there's something, there's something decidedly off about um, this guy.
1: Yeah. I'm glad she, Um, she had the sense in the next panel to close the curtain.
0: To close the curtains <laughs> That was That was the creepiest uh, That she could get better.
1: And she closed right. the curtain So the next right. day Is this the um,
0: next day Next day Tamara's gone home Because Tamara Doesn't want to sit And have breakfast With these people no, um, And also we get the idea That her parents Are strict about her Weekend schedule Her parents are also Strict in different ways right. um, And then we get a dig In about California Because of course Ralph and I are both um, Ralph was originally From Philadelphia But we both are now uh, I was a, I'm was an original Californian Ralph is now a Californian So we got to say some Digs right. in about California,
1: in California people wing crazy people
0: the left wing crazy people in California Uh, and Lily again sticks out for Erica you know there's worse things he's like oh, California and she's like it's probably worse things than going to college Um, you know I think just being just being a good mom Um, and Erica has a moment where she's, you know, she appreciates it, but she doesn't really know again. She doesn't know what she wants to do. She hasn't had really an opportunity to decide who she is as a person yet. So she's, does she want to go to college? Does she want to stay here? I think she has, that's a big theme going forward is like, what does she want right now? All she knows is that she wants to have a date with Chris, um, which is when she finally blurts that out to her parents and and they are not happy about it. Um, so the next scene, they're arguing downstairs while she hides in the bathroom um, <clears throat> which I think I hope these tubs are uh, a common occurrence in, in New England. They look comfortable, I'm gonna say. Uh, this comfortable tub that she's hanging out in, <laughs> a
1: comfy tub. Uh, it so looks deep, it looks like a silky. Like it was the original artwork um, of one of the emojis, was it <laughs> was a poop emoji <laughs> that the artist. Was it, it the, was, the letterer dropped in or the art or? The
0: uh, yeah. So we, it was just a misread because he said, um, you know, smiling cat emoji, party popper emoji. And it, it ended up with smiling cat emoji and the like, you know, winky eyed poop emoji. <laughs> right. And so popper, I think it was yeah, party instead popper, of popper, it was, was poop. pooper.
1: Party, party pooper. Like you poop.
0: The partying poop. I didn't
1: even know. Um, party so we was. had to.
0: I We toyed.
1: Sorry, right.
0: Well, you clearly right. aren't know. a teenage girl. I don't. Um, but I did think, well, I mean, I could have put, I think, I, I think I almost for like a minute, like considered just leaving the poop in there and then just to show, because again, like, would that be something that no. Erica would do? Like not knowing wow. what the hell, how to do. Just <laughs> She just dropped right? poop in be there. And be just
1: a cat poop. I couldn't, <laughs> I could not justify cat. it.
0: I couldn't, it's a cat yeah, poop. I'm really yeah. excited.
1: Can't wait. I couldn't cat justify
0: poop. it. So we changed right. it back. Cat poop. <laughs> um, it was an unjustifiable Joke. um So we had to take it out, and put the party popper back in, and then he sends her a winky face, and that's oh no, I don't know what to do with right. this winky face.
1: How um, wants to Stacy?
0: Right, but I think that the nice the the part about it is that he's she's so freaked out about this whole thing that a winky face just sort of sends right, her She doesn't know
1: how to read it, so then she has to call right. Stacy, who's clearly on a nice walk where is this that they're walking what what beaches
0: they're on the beach this is a coastal new england so um east whatever it was called um is a drove coastal out town. To the beach um they're on there on the beach they drove out. they're on a little walk to on the beach, beach. um and stacy's you know still ribbing her but erica's not isn't as good at the ribbing as Tamara is so she's you know what's up slut and she's why do you always call me that um and stacy's it's a term of endearment for Stacey right, um,
1: right. you wouldn't to say take, that, if a, that guy. if a guy was getting a call from a girl you wouldn't say what up slut
0: Absolutely not. That is not. But if you're
1: girlfriends, that's okay.
0: Right. Taking, taking back the terminology. Yes. Um, just FYI. And so one thing I did <laughs> also, just yeah, <laughs> FYI, guys out there, only girls can do this.
1: <laughs> try this um, at home.
0: And only you're really good friends. Um, so they had a little conversation. The thing that I love about this, I just want to say and get this out there, that in the artwork, to show the sun setting, um, the background in, like, the gutters and stuff goes from, like, white to black. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know that? I thought that was just really, really neat. Um, the, so that, that so the sun
1: is going I, down. The yeah, bottom. our team really killed this this issue. They did a good job. Yeah. It's I, in my beautiful. opinion, they did um, a really nice job. Um, sorry. Oh, yeah. Could,
0: I agree. So it goes white to black so that the next page is then all black. So to show that the sun's set yeah. at that time. So they're, but really, Stacy and Derek are just sort of giving her a hard time. Like, you're making too big of a deal out of this. and. Um, which you know, doesn't help Erica right. at all really. Um so they're still on their nice date and then the uh car from her creepy neighbor's car um takes off and she wants to know what's going on and she heads inside. Right. And then we're left with Stacy and Derek on their date. Mm-hmm. On their very nice date, looking at stay the and the background, Now that we stay
1: with the them, we know something enormous. dark is looming.
0: Right, because that's that's and that's the trope, right, of the yeah. um, that's sexually promiscuous,
1: right? Couple, they're, they're exactly, uh, sexually promiscuous girl, and you've seen that happen, especially in like the eighties, <laughs> with every eighties movie ever mm-hmm. made like the horror slasher movie so right. we play into that trope here I think
0: right um, And but there's a really again if, if, if it ends up going people end up going back and rereading this um, there's a really good reason for why this happens the way it does um, a, a character reasons so that right. it'll be good but in the beginning I think it's just interesting and I love I like um, their interaction I like the way that they are with each other that they again they do care about it. them they're not they're both not yeah. bad people I, mean, I think that hope. My hope is that we do like Stacey yeah. and Derek, and we don't think of
1: them. I mean, Derek. Groups. At first, you're maybe thinking, "All right, this older dude's creeping on a younger girl," but in the reality, she's 18. He's probably like 20. 19 or 20, 20 yeah. and like at the end of the day like he's actually they're they're a good couple just because they're sexually active yeah. doesn't make them evil <laughs> and that's the, right you know, exactly. that's the sort of you know irony of the scene and the, the why we kind of went here a like, part of why we kind of used this part of yeah. what we went with that
0: yeah because um, it's a good because it ends up becoming a conversation the next issue um which is all i think a good conversation mm-hmm. to have um so they have like, a cute relationship um and they're walking through the woods, and he, you know, uh, as as you do in a horror movie, he's parked far away on the other side of the woods um, because he says so that no one knows their business, that they're out together. Um, but of course, you know, it's a horror, so something bad's going to happen, and uh, it does. Poor Derek dies. That's so bad for Derek. Um, he gets a knife to the throat. And something is holding that knife. We don't know what it is. Stacy takes off running. Um, and we don't see any more Derek, unfortunately. And that's the last we'll see of Derek. I mean, intact. Uh, <laughs> but I really do love the next panel. Um, the, or the next page. Because we get um, Stacy really trying to spin a little bit of that trip on its head. And she gets... Um, she starts actively doing like looking for her phone. Like she's gonna fight. She yells at whatever it is that's following her. She's not just gonna like run and be scared. Um, she's actually going to fight back a little bit. Right. Um, and the but it doesn't actually work out for her. Um, right. And the last page is the symbol that we have seen on the floor on the bed underneath um, Erica's bed is now being made mm-hmm. in the woods with the drippings of this Casey is a and Derek's
1: very bodies. disturbing image. And you came up this. I feel. It's Right. you and the artist did this I so did. i blame you
0: yeah i wanted them to hang and that was great because i think i described them as being like hang their parts are kind of yeah, hanging the 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 the, trees like marionettes and then they came up with this and it looks
1: really it cool. is a badass creepy fucking amazing uh pave uh splash page but it's super disturbing yeah <laughs> and like i don't know the funny thing is like i, did, I didn't well, see the torsos the first time at first so i focused right. on the on the the bottom half of the page and I'm like, Oh, that's fucked up. And then right. I looked up eventually and I was like, Oh my God.
0: And then you look up and you like, see the is hanging. Whoever yeah. did this hung
1: this crap is kind of disturbing as well. Very messed up. Um,
0: um yeah, so somebody somebody is out there and I think this is the first hint you get that whatever those symbols are in Erica's room obviously have something to do with with the death of Derek and Stacy. And so maybe she isn't yeah. dreaming. Uh, maybe it is not all a dream. I think that's this is the first indication you get that um, that this that there's something else going on besides just a nightmare uh, which hopefully will be revealed in the next issue. Um, I did actually, so it's funny is that, um, for a class I was teaching, we were looking at game of Thrones, the very first episode of game of Thrones. And I didn't remember this at all because it's been, you know, eight years and we've been talking about other things when we talk about game of Thrones now, but in the very first episode of game of Thrones, there's a, a, a kind of a beat like this where they come across a bunch of uh, wildlings where their, um, their limbs are all kind of scattered in like yeah. a pattern. Um, um, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, you,
1: that, that's, that's really cool." I,
0: that was maybe hopefully that wasn't brain subconsciously brain. in my head when I when I thought of it. It is, but the hanging bodies i think really make it you
1: ripped different. off you ripped it um, off just, i ripped off well no place. i do remember that in game of thrones and this you know maybe there there I, I bet you this has been done in a couple things before but oh, at I'm the sure. same time yeah. like it doesn't take away from the fact that it was this well, is a page yeah. and we are you know that symbol it does have a you know callback to-
0: it does have a bigger larger me and i think that was maybe one of, like in looking back on it i think that was one of the things that sort of like you know in game of thrones i always never paid know, it off um, um, what, what was it? That doesn't pay off, right? Oh. Um, and I, I always want to know what that was. And um, so we've, we've made sure this pays off. Um, anybody reading forward will find that this does pay off. Four. Um,
1: did you say anybody uh, forward? Forward.
0: Anybody read forward. forward. So um, reading you-
1: issue two and issue three, this will pay off. Uh, okay. Well, um, I feel like we went a long time on our first time.
0: We did. We did. It was a long... Well, you know, this is an extra long issue. It is, it is a you know, long it issue. It is an oversized issue. So...
1: Um, but you guys um, enjoyed it it takes a while to get through did.
0: i hope so too hope it is a good introduction to these characters that we really get um to know them and care about them a little bit because um in the upcoming issues some pretty awful things are going to happen to them yeah. um oh, so yeah. it's nice to see them in like a normal
1: setting right. for a little bit right i'm set
0: as normal as you can be with your body hanging from trees and there's, there's
1: crazy there's monsters can't. in your room and
0: creepy killer, guys with creepy knives
1: killer running around this Street. small town in massachusetts chopping a body. so smaller, we'll find out more next yep. issue
0: chopping up bodies i'll find out more next issue um and i think uh the next issue is coming out do we know the next issue know. is coming out
1: off the top of my head i'm sorry <laughs> I wasn't to um yeah I
0: think, I think it's going to, to it's be september. september i just don't know
1: what the, the date the drop date yeah is probably know what the date is yeah we will make sure to have that on twitter if you follow um, being like the 18th ish i'm assuming september 18th it's uh yeah
0: so but if you follow zenoscope on twitter or on facebook um i'm sure we'll put it out as to when it's coming out and you can hopefully join us again to talk about issue two
1: thank you thanks
0: ralph bye Bye.
1: forever dog this has been a forever dog production Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Silio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Arche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.